All right, ready to rock and roll. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Inviting you to check out the website sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. we got the boys back east. And hoping everybody's had a very Merry Christmas, a happy holiday season. Without further ado, let's bring the guys in. Let's see what's shaking with John and Mike. How you doing, boys? I'm back. I'm healthy. I'm uh, back in the mixture. I was I was obviously out of commission last week. Couldn't really talk. It was in the height of my COVID exposure. But I uh, wish I would have, uh, you know, getting COVID now seems a little bit easier. Now that the NFL mandated it's only five days, well, John could have given me a five-day slate for me to come back early. Hmm. And what does John say? I spent two hours sitting in, an, in a line this morning to get tested out of precaution because one of my buddies tested positive yesterday. So since I got young children, I figured I might as well. And I pulled up at 9 in the morning, and I thought I was going to beat the traffic, and there was about 300 cars in front of me. So literally sat there for three hours to get tested and ran to the office to get on the radio. So you did get tested? Oh, yeah. And they, 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 uh, I can feel my brain, yes. Uh, they, yes. They swabbed my brain for sure. But <laughs> that's it. It wasn't a rapid test, so we'll, I'm fine. But, you know, again, this is the world we're living in. Christmas vacation is here. I'm sure it's there with your grandchildren, and we'll see if the schools open up next Monday. My, I will put the put that as a huge dog plus 400. I'm going to make the line, as I don't anticipate at least in Maryland, uh, the kids seeing the inside of a classroom. I hope I am wrong uh, for the rest of this uh, year and 50 percent of 2022. It's a moving target, isn't it? Well, I'm sitting here, and I don't know if Dave's on the air yet. Uh, we, I've been getting obliterated with Not COVID yet, no. cancellation pop-ups every five seconds in the Spanish Basketball League. I know that you were looking to edge bet the Spanish Basketball League, uh, Dave, and all of a sudden uh, they just started flying in in real time. <laughs> so I mean, one minute, one minute to the next, it's unbelievable the names popping up. And then, you know. We got you know Carson Wentz monster game for Indy. That's the problem. Yeah, but it's five days now. Now it's five days, right? So I think he's going to be fine. No, because he is unvaccinated, so he would have to be asymptomatic and has to have two clear days of uh, negative testing. But if he's got any, at a min, the way that I've been described, at a minimum is five days, and then beyond that, he has to test out of it. So. Yes, the possibilities of him coming back, it's now a possibility versus before. It was a guaranteed miss for 10 days for him because he was unvaccinated. So. So let me ask you this question. Is Dave on the air with us? Not yet, no. I'll let you know when he's here. Uh, Okay. So, like, I see this. It says Memphis on my screen. Uh, Duran out undisclosed and it doesn't say COVID-19. So I wonder what that's about. And some guys are going to disclose some guys are not, you know what I mean? Crazy. No, I mean, just trying to figure out who's actually playing in these games. Then we got the bowl games dropping like flies. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, you yesterday, the UCLA game, uh, what was that? A last minute cancellation. Yeah. Like man, whatever it was like four or five hours before the game. Well, I mean, what's happening now is because of the new variant and it's spreading like wildfire that literally people that may have it in their system are just not popping for it early in the day versus late in the day. Nothing has changed for them in terms of what they've done, but just the way that it just sits in your system. Like for for me, as an example, I took a rapid test and I came back negative. And I had clearly I had symptoms. So it was so I can only imagine for people that are asymptomatic that they definitely are not getting tested for it right away because they don't have any onset of symptoms. But as soon as they do get tested at that point in the day, you know, then they they come up positive. So it's just, you know, I'm glad that they're making changes because it's from what I am seeing. And I'm again, not to get too political. You know, it's it's a very milder 
it's a milder strain of COVID that we had, which was the OG COVID, and then it was the Delta variant. So um, I'm sure. Yeah, but then, but, but 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 again, like you said, you don't want to get political. But you, for the listeners that don't like the, the from the COVID point of view, again, you have 94 percent of the NFL that's vaccinated. And then like the perfect example with Wentz, whether you're pro-vax or anti-vax, you also were vaccinated and got it and had a breakthrough case. And you're young and you're strong like a bull. So the 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 analysis that we all had was you're going to be fine. Well, right, but it's certain people, like, for example, Allen Robinson, who plays for the Bears, he just came back from COVID, said he lost 10 pounds. So he got hit way harder than I did, and he's healthy. He's an, a peak athlete, performing athlete right now, who was vaccinated. Same thing with Tyler Heineke from the Redskins, vaccinated, peak performance athlete, said he was having trouble breathing, taking his laundry from one end of the house to the other. And then he just ended up playing on uh, the other night when they got blown out by Dallas. So it's like you also it's I was reading something and as a sports trader, I pretty much know the injury protocol. I know if a guy breaks his leg, everybody, every human body has the same timeline for coming back from that injury. Um, when it's in grade one ankle sprain, you kind of know that when that person, based on previous sprains in that particular fashion, how long they're going to come back and if they're going to be able to come back. But with COVID, you just don't know. These guys are coming back. About a Sometimes, 100% rotator cuff tear with four bolts in your shoulder. You kind of know exactly the timeline of when you're going to recover. But the thing is with, with COVID, which is so weird, it's such – we're in uncharted territory where we really don't know. We could follow the protocols. You could see these guys coming back. Some guys come back from COVID, and it's like they didn't miss a step. They're right back to peak performance. But some of these other guys, it's taken them a couple weeks because it hit them so much harder. And unless you're doing your research on top of the standardized you know, research for actual injuries and how these guys are coming back from injuries, it's just it's so much more navigating the minefield this year more than even last year because last year they just canceled games it's like they now they're letting guys come back and which is good for the sport and we're still playing the games but you're having these rosters that are just like fabricated last minute from guys from the practice squads like for example i was on the wrong side of that new orleans game you know obviously no quarterback they bring in a a rookie from notre dame who was pretty good quarterback and you could just see the game was too fast for him. He didn't have two offensive tackles. The defense missed half the defense, so they didn't look like the standardized New Orleans defense. They just beat Tampa Bay the week prior. And the line makers, in my opinion, didn't adjust the line, and it sucked people in, like myself, to take the Saints at three. Well, and, and the perfect example was uh... – as we've discussed on the show many times, Brian and Dave, my son makes the line on the games, his own, we call it the junior line. He calls me Monday, Sunday morning, and he says, Dad, I've made Cincy minus 20. I said, what? He goes, they're minus 20. He calls me after the game. What do I get? They won 41 to 21. I said, man, you were right on it. You were, And he said, and I said, well, why'd you make a minus 20? He goes, Dad, they have no team. I'm a Ravens fan. There's nobody playing the game. You might, it's like a forfeit game, which goes back to when you're trying to get value at post, and I think Dave's on the air right now. In those situations, uh, you know, you can't, there's really no value. If you have a four-string quarterback playing, there's just no value. Where's the value? Oh, it's like a, like a, today. How you doing, brother? I saw you hit that wild parlay last night. Yep, doing pretty good. How's life out there on the East Coast? Oh, we we we, uh, we were just about to talk about your parlay last night. I mean, I want one of the. Can I get one of those every day? Knicks money line, Pelicans money line, Kings. Can I can I get one of these? Can I get one of these parlays? They give away a lot night? of free bonuses during the holidays. Yeah, it's pretty nice. You sound like um, you're behind a windscreen. Are you holding the phone directly to your face? Yeah. Can you hear me? Now you sound perfect. Whatever you just changed, keep it just like that. Uh, I just raised my voice. 
No, there you go. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I love that. Uh, I don't know if I told you guys, uh, we don't have the apps here yet, Brian. So I drove, you know, it says on my thing, 18 minutes to, to the casino. And, but it's like I'm not the only one driving to the casino on Monday night football. And it's uh, 18 minutes becomes 45 minutes. Then you got to park because there's no valet because of COVID. Then you got to walk in. It's, I got to tell you, I know you do it every day going in and out of casinos, Brian. But, it, man, it, what a pain without the valet. What a pain. <laughs> well, you're spoiled. What do you mean? I mean, I used to just pull up and they used to say, oh, here you go. And you run into the sports book. I know the Westgate has their, like, dedicated sports book parking. But in most casinos don't have that. So, I mean, I literally walked 10 minutes just to get into the casino. Then you got to walk through the casino. Then I got there. They're so inefficient. I'm still surprised we're about a month into sports wagering here. Still very slow. Two ticket riders where they have literally. How is that, by the way, in Colorado versus uh, Vegas, Brian? So here I have like 40. You could see like there's 20 cubicles for ticket riders at the sports book, and they have two staffed. I think a lot of wow. places that, yeah, you're seeing fewer ticket riders. I mean, it's like anything. I mean, A, people are, you know, some people are sick. Um, a lot of places are having hard times filling jobs. Have you noticed that at the windows at the sports books in Vegas and Denver, uh, uh, both of you? Less ticket writers? Same, yeah. Yeah, it's the same. I don't think it's really – plus here each one has an app, so I guess people just bet on the apps. That's what I was thinking. But, yeah, less ticket writers, there's, there's multiple spots, and, yeah, there's usually one or two, sometimes zero, so – that's definitely not a good sign. Yeah, we don't have Maybe the apps here, so we're at the mercy of the two ticket writers. <laughs> now, we do have those machines. I don't know if you guys have those, those little ATM machines um, where you can walk up and yeah, feed the, the machine kiosks. and then make the bets. Yeah, the kiosks. But yeah. The, way it works, the way it works here in Maryland is you can make the wager at the machine, but you must cash the ticket at the window. Right. So yeah. So I go and I bet these games, and I actually was on a nice little run on the weekend. And so I'm waiting. And by the way, Brian, for a guy that likes to watch games, I got to tell you, I never watch games. And I was watching an NBA game on Monday night. It was the Pelicans game. And it was eight sec- 18 seconds left in the game. And at this point, I just want to get out, go home, cash the ticket. I'm getting two points. I'm going to win the game. They're up like six. And they dragged this thing out, like literally, foul, commercial break. Half hour? Foul, commercial break. Half hour. And I'm like, all I want to do is leave and drive home. Like, all I want to do is leave and drive home. And that was, it reminds me why I don't like watching games. Brutal. So, I, mean, I knew I was going to win the game. I, mean, I, want, I want to do this politely, but we've been doing this show for a long, long time. And usually in the first 11 seconds... We get the Ravens update. And we're I, getting there. And I, and I notice we're 21 minutes into the show and haven't heard anything yet. So I'm anxiously waiting here. Well, here I think I'm a, I have access to one of his email addresses. I think, unless I'm wrong, he sold his tickets yesterday. Did you sell your tickets to Libby? I did. I did. Well, it's a you got a nice price for him. Oof. Well, no, I mean, I got rid of I actually lost money. Really? Yeah, wow. lost money on the tickets, but it's a friend. Well, here's the thing. They moved the game back from 4 to 1 o'clock, and I have to work. So if it was a guaranteed, you know, playoff game, I would make it happen. But because they moved it back to 1, a couple of my friends I was going with had the same scenario where they weren't interested in going, and so we sold our tickets. We actually lost over four tickets. I lost 57 bucks. So it's not the end of the world. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the Ravens are what we thought they were, and they got lucky for many, many games this year. <laughs> and, and, I, you know, I wasn't cocky. I wasn't, I wasn't cocky for the – I'm, la- I'm laughing at Dave laughing. Because <laughs> I love that. I was honest I about that. it. I was, I, was, I was honest about it for a month running now, and but we still had our main pieces – which was a quarterback, 
that even though the last two weeks the quarterback play's actually been pretty damn good, um, still losing more guys to injury, more guys to COVID, we just couldn't overcome a road team like the Bengals who just basically was playing against the four-string secondary. And again, the previous week, we could have beat the Packers, and we went for two again. I, didn't, I haven't been on the show to talk about it. And it's like between the Steelers and the Packers, you flip those two plays, and you're talking about a team that's clearly in the sixth spot for the playoffs, which is crazy to say that. But look, I mean, we're Miami winning right now. The Ravens are, you know, right there in the hunt. We don't control our own destiny, but listen, if we could somehow squeeze out, what do they um, need? I think it actually benefits. What do they need? Well, we need the we need the Dolphins obviously to lose, and for us to win. We need the Colts to lose because we have the tiebreaker over the Colts, even if we tie with them, but we don't have the tiebreaker over the Dolphins. So the Dolphins are a game up right now on us. So if we could flip it, um, that's a possibility. There's a lot of scenarios. I mean, just in the NFL alone, there's been so much parity this year that um, there's still so many scenarios and a lot of teams within reach. But all we could do is win the last two games, I think, um, Moving the game to 1 o'clock for a West Coast team uh, is a big deal. But from what I've been reading, I think they actually did not travel. The Rams did not travel back all the way to the West Coast. I think they're practicing out here. So that may not even be a big issue now because usually we talk about you know those West Coast teams playing 1 o'clock slates on the East Coast is usually pretty difficult. But from what I understand, they've actually been on the East Coast since um, last week with the Vikings. So... Um, you know, it'll be a tough game. Obviously, the Rams are finally back to healthy on defense, uh, as well as clicking on most cylinders on offense. Stafford had three interceptions last game, but overall, they still managed to win a tough game. Um, so it, it's it's going to be interesting to see. Lamar did, is supposed to practice today. So um, the thing is, with him, I think him coming back, um, is going to be a good sign for us to stay within reach of anybody. So I'm not counting the season out altogether, but, I mean, it's it's one of those things that this particular season, with so many injuries before the season even started and COVID, and everybody's dealing with injuries, but I just feel like we got the worst of it before the season even started, losing two running backs at our starting corner. So, it's it's one of those things where uh, it's, I'm glad they played the games and I'm glad they made it happen. But um, you know I'm excited for the playoffs in general. I'm, I'm a fan of the game, and um, but I will not be in attendance rooting my Ravens on. on so just before we switch uh, to the other games, I tried to get my son to. I said, eh, it's not really a big game. You know, I got to work. They moved the game. He says, Dad, we're going to the game. All right, we're going to the game. So I will be in attendance. Because uh, my son wants to go, so I'm going to take him, and I'll let Mike run the show. I want to ask you, Dave, about square plays like Green Bay and Dallas. Dallas is 12 and three against the spread. Green Bay is 11 and four against the spread. You got Green Bay sitting at seven against Minnesota right now, and you got Dallas opening up at three now, five and a half. Are these fades fade uh, at post spots? Um, probably, in, yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no way. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I played one of them already. But yeah, you gotta gotta fade those teams. I think at this point. And then the, the last week's interesting because we don't have a big sample size. That can you speak up a little bit because you're still low? Yeah, can you hear me now? Sorry, I don't know. Now I can hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, and then the extra week too makes it tricky. We don't have a big sample size on like I'll be curious how the teams are in that last week, not used to playing the extra game. So but I I I took Washington with four yesterday. So I'm seeing good there. It looks like it's three now. Three pushing mm-hmm. three and a half. Yeah. A lot of big dogs this week. Few double digit dogs that I think are auto bets. You have the team auto bets, so I'll say it. And then, so we got Atlanta against uh, Brian's Bills. We got Jacksonville against the Patriots. Um, 
And then we got the Jets at home against the uh, Buccaneers looking for 14 at post. You think it'll go to 14? For for which game? The Jets? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. And then with Minnesota, you need at least seven. Because it, it looks like it was a flat seven on Monday. So that's hard to just take six now or six and a half. With, right. Now, Brian, I, I noticed that the Bills went from 13 and a half to 14 and a half. So they're over that key number of 14. So isn't that really like that is a good – I mean, again, I know – you know, Mike actually had Buffalo on Sunday against the Patriots. That was one of Mike's winners, Buffalo. Were you on Buffalo, Brian? Take a wild guess. You were on the total. No. It was the a, over. I, no, I had the Bills. I had the Bills and the over. Oh, okay. No, I had the Bills and the over. No, I, no, yeah, I, I, I hooked the Bills with the over. The they made the total 43 and a half because the first game they played was 14 to 10 in 45 mile an hour wins. I mean, you know. The Bills were going to, you know, that's a ridiculously low total for a Bills game. And it stood to reason the Patriots would have their moments at home. But I just want to personally, I just want to thank everybody, because it's meaningless, I could care less. But I want to thank everybody who voted for the Pro Bowl. To put Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert in the Pro Bowl over Josh Allen they couldn't have timed it any better than the week of the Patriots game. And he's like, oh, okay. I mean, after after he single-handedly almost beat Tampa Bay on the road. So the game, the most important regular season game they got to play in a decade. These idiots put Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert ahead of Josh Allen in the Pro Bowl. Couldn't thank them anymore for their great timing. Uh, and you think he didn't have a stone in his shoe in that game? Hello. Yeah, right. Well, but again, yeah. it's still a big number this week, 14 and a half. They are, so are, we, are we, you could be, you could say let down spot. I don't think so. I th- honestly, I really do believe they, they, they there's like the anvils off their shoulders. Their season was in peril if they'd have lost that game. Now they've won the division. They're not losing to Atlanta or the Jets. And, you know, I and Allen's numbers against NFC teams is freakish. So, you know, I, I I think Matt Ryan might be up against it, might have a tough day. But are you going to lay the points there? Uh, no. I mean, not 14 and a half. I mean, if, if it came below 14, I'd ponder it. I think there's way better games on the board. I, I, I would say this. You got to check the weather forecast, but again, forty-four and a half for a Bills game. Their totals were in the fifties. I mean, that's a low right. total. I mean, Cordell Patterson could, you know, bust a run. Allen could get a, a you know, my, Ryan could do something at garbage time or something. I would probably, I think, the over is the play. Got to check the weather forecast. Okay, we got an official release. Thank you. All right, well let's Sounds can we good. let's hop the let's hop the Friday for a second. How about that Alabama team? Is that a team where you take Cincinnati at post, Mr. Miller? Trying to get fourteen or do you think it never hits fourteen? I don't think it ever hits fourteen. Uh, yeah. Um that one yeah. I think it will here. I think it will here and in Vegas. But the global market probably not. But there will there should be some rogue fourteens in Vegas and in here and here. That's that's what I'll guess. Yeah, I mean, you, any chance bet, you see? Uh, yeah, the I mean, any any chance anybody sees Cincinnati winning outright from a money line perspective? If you were ever going to bet a money line, you know, you got a team thirteen and zero getting thirteen and a half. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw a parlay on that one. On the free bets, you know you have to parlay them. That's how you get the value. Because you don't get the base oh, money I got back. It. Yeah, you don't get the got base it. money back. So, in theory, you're turning, you're multiplying zero. That's why you have to do something long on those. But yeah, that actually would be a good spot to put one of those on. You want something four to one or more. 
So we'll, maybe I'll do that and say congrats, Moneyline betters. Should I do that? There you go. Exactly. What do you think, Brian? <laughs> Any shot since he wins that game outright? I mean, of course, there's always a shot. I'm yeah, I was gonna. Opinion. I was gonna say it that way. I. I'd be I'd be rooting for it, but I don't see. I mean, it. don't you think they're coming in with a real chip on their shoulder? Here we're thirteen and zero, and we're a thirteen and a half point dog. Yeah, isn't I mean, that like rise up to the occasion? Yeah, right. until until they start running around getting punched in the mouth by SEC monster <laughs> players, and then that chip on their shoulders, you know, they got to pick it up with their teeth. And this Georgia game, I mean, I don't know. Is it kind of uninventful? You just take the dog, you take the seven and a half or the nine or whatever it was. I mean, opened nine and went to seven and a half. You just take Michigan, uh, two 12 and one teams, you just take the dog. Dave? Um, I wish I could add more to this, but yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I think you're onto something on those two games, and they're on the same day. I think you're onto something. Yeah, take the take the points there. Uh, I think those. Do you are ever tease these games? Do you ever? I know we asked about college. the NFL. Which no, okay. no, you can't in college. No, you can't in college because you can even check what each half point's worth on some of these some of these offshore ones sites you can see what each half is worth and you get a lot more in pro so that six points is worth a lot more in pro so you want to look to do it in pro more so i don't but you got me thinking about my next <laughs> bet i might do the, there you go. the double money line parlay Ooh, i like it might do the double yeah michigan and, and cincinnati parlay <laughs> yeah <laughs> money lines or I'll, or I'll, I mean, take Cincinnati, I'll take Cincinnati money line to the seven and a half. I can do that because that would pay like that would pay like um, what what is that like plus seven sixty? Yeah, I mean you're, you're, he's I'd like a that. human calculator, Brian. Can you believe this? He's doing parlay ads in his brain right on live on the air. I, well, I, I have no I have no idea. I would just agree with anything he said. Like. I, I'm literally well, going to log in right now and see if double. I can set one up and see. No, you double. Well, because it's almost four to one, and then you just double that, and, and you double four to one, you take out the 5%. So it's somewhere in the, in that ballpark. But I might I might have to throw one on that because I have quite a few. They really gave away a lot last week. They were Here in Colorado, they said, bet this, do this, we'll give you this. And it's always free bets that you get. And like I said, you don't get the base money back. But they had one if you if you bet. I think it was thirty thousand through. You got a thousand, and if you bet uh, three thousand in parlays, you got eight hundred. They they really gave away a lot. So it was it was a really good week for those things. But I was actually breaking them all until the two I sent you yesterday. Hey, real quick, but, this game starts in. What are we looking at? Game what, starts about game? yeah, starts about forty five minutes. Maryland four against Virginia Tech totals fifty five and a half. Give us the scoop. I mean, I'll let Mike. I personally like the dog <laughs> only because I like fading the moves. And Maryland, I mean, we watch them and they're just uh, like a. I mean, they're just. Uh, I mean, what do you got to say about Maryland, Mike? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I don't follow them that much during the regular season and. Started off hot, and then they, once they played some really good competition, they struggled. So um, it's going to be a tough game. I actually completely laid off the game altogether. So I, I don't have an educated guess at all. I mean, it's, especially there's a lot of guys that opted out um, of the bowl game. So it, it's so hard, especially in the bowls, when you're seeing a lot of these guys opt out. You don't know the players. It's not like the NFL where you know the backups because they played in college and they know there's, you know, could be a formidable backup with with college, especially in the bowls where a lot of these guys opt out or there's a huge let me, COVID spike. It's hard. Well, so let me ask you, Dave, do you have access to the screens right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much always looking at it when I talk to you guys. Okay, so let me ask you, am I looking at this wrong? Because I know they made a mistake on the Monday night football game, on the Miami game, the wrong team was favored. It's showing me the opener on this game was Virginia Tech minus three at Penny. 
and now it flipped to four, a seven-point move. Am I looking at the right thing? Because that's how I have my screen set up the way you told me. Penny open, penny, and then regular penny. Let me see. No, no, you're looking at the right. You're looking at it right. So you're telling me there's a seven-point move in this bowl game about I, to start. I think, I think there's been some scratches, though. But, and you only see that really in college. And, and, and I, I kind of feel we see a couple of these every year. Random scratches or whatnot. I, I think we see a couple of these every year. But you're looking at it right. I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, that's just – there's no reason for any reason unless they lost their quarterback for Virginia Tech, which I don't think happened. You know, that's why, like, in these situations, Brian, I like to sit back and wait for possible – what's that? Yeah. I like going against the moves, though. You're right. Going against the moves. on Yeah, I like – to me, I like to fade the moves. I like to auto-bet fading the moves for all the listeners. Like, I'll just take Virginia Tech just because – unless you're going to give me a reason why a line opens up at minus three and goes to plus four on nothing – but what if what if it is a quarterback? Then then do you always auto bet? Because then it gets tricky. Because you see I, well, I still like to fa- I still like to bet the team that has the injured player. Yeah, I like to. I always yeah. find that I do yeah. better. Up up up! So I clicked on it. And said quarterback <laughs> oh, yeah. Braxton Mux. Bra- up quarterback Braxton Burmeister out. So the quarterback is out for Virginia Tech. So if you double click it on the. Uh, the sport that I follow the least is, is college football out of the four, out of college and pro basketball. But I know we see a couple of these every year, and I and I don't I'm not familiar with these two teams really. I haven't watched so many of the games. But I mean, um, while we're but, talking, we just literally got the pop up. And I was I said unless the quarterbacks out, and you see the pop up just came up, the quarterbacks out. But the line kind of told you that anyway was such a huge line move. I wanted to ask you. Uh, uh, yep, I got it. You, you know, let me ask you on these on a team like Oak City, just to go to the NBA for a second, because I know you're active in the NBA. Um, talk about that. Did it's you a good realize? Point. I'm sorry. It's a good talking point, Oklahoma City, because they they kind of started. Well, really I was, here's what I was going to tell you. I, I just I did right. I just did a video. I don't know if you realize this. They are Oklahoma City for all the listeners out there. Straight up. Straight up, is twelve and twenty-one outright. They are the only team in the NBA where their actual record is their spread record in reverse. They are twelve and twenty-one outright. They are twenty-one and twelve ATS. Did you realize that, David? No, but they've done well on the bigger numbers. I know that. Whenever that, whenever so, they're a big dog, they they've crushed it. My complimentary lean on my YouTube channel today was Oak City plus the 14 and a half. Did you realize the Suns, who are 26 and 7, are 17 and 16 ATS? They're only up one game. Right. Wow. I didn't know that. You know, there's something that I I think, too, kind of what that tells me about Oklahoma City is they just. I don't know. I could be completely off here, but they just keep fighting till the end. So that's definitely a team where you want to see a plus fourteen next to them and and look to play it. Because yeah, I've, I've I feel I've seen them down over and over over the spread, and then they come back and cover the spread. Same with the Pistons; they've been doing that all season too. So those two teams definitely fight till the end. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look at that. Well, team. I mean, I let me ask you down. something. I... Right. Let me I ask you the. Let me ask you. Even though the the Cleveland game was, they didn't win. They lost outright. Obviously it helped your parlay. Whatever, whatever. They are still. I mean, hey man, let's call a spade a spade. They're twenty five and seven against the spread. They can't make the line yeah. high enough. Or do you? Or do you think they're yeah. going to come back to earth? I know they lost last night, but I mean that's obviously been a rarity to the season. Yeah, and usually they've only usually they've been pretty healthy too. But yesterday they were super banged up, so it was the. I think yesterday was the perfect spot to see them. I mean, they were, their injury list was huge. Um, so you mean like regress to the mean? Is that what you're talking about? Do you think exactly. They're regress? You got a team that's exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's it's hard to. I mean, this is the guessing game. I mean, some teams do some. And teams how about don't, but how they, about you know the one the one team that's. Uh, 
tied with Oak City's a spread record, which I'm sure you're going to look to regress to the mean, is the Bulls. They they're they're twenty and they're twenty and eleven against the spread, sixty five percent. And now you know they go and they open. They're laying eight tonight. I'm sure at some point yeah, you're going to be looking Atlanta. to fade those teams, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was about to send an Atlanta ticket, but that's no, I've funny. been playing the Bulls a lot. Sometimes I'll play teams when they're when they're when they're on a heater, and then sometimes I'll just auto fade them. But some of those teams I've been I've been back. I've played the Bulls a lot this year, um, and, and it's situational. Obviously, it depends who they play. Now let me ask you: team. for all the listeners out there, I did a video, a YouTube video last week, and I said the squares play on the board, but it will win, and I didn't use it. Was Tampa <laughs> Bay? Was Tampa Bay? You knew. I mean, let's talk. I mean, I understand you have fundamentals. But you pretty uh-huh. much knew that there was no way that he was going to get shut out and not blow somebody out the next game. Yeah, square mentality. All the... but yeah. Square mentality. Oh, I didn't say it. I said yeah, it, it was a square. I, I prefaced it, which it was a square play. But you do realize that if you – I don't know if, right. if you were involved in that matchup or if you went against him, you were just asking for it, right, off a shutout. You you seem you seem like you your your betting instincts have become I don't know what's the word professional you have very good you know good and bad spots at this point so it's pretty Correct. funny when you say the squares play but it will win <laughs> so it's like you know well, you're it's like you know you're going into the 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 square spots but you, your instincts tell you I think it'll still win though. So what it does is, let me tell you for all the listeners, what it does, it keeps me from just blindly betting against them. I didn't bet on Tampa Bay. I just refused to bet against them. Or I know that a lot of these big betting groups that you deal with would probably have just auto bet against them. And I don't even know if you did. I didn't look. Uh, I'm just making a point that obviously the big, big betting groups, which you're one of them, more than likely would have tried to go against Tampa Bay at post. And I was doing the YouTube and I'm like, yeah, everybody's going to go against Tampa Bay. That's the squares. You know, the square side is Tampa Bay. But it doesn't mean that sometimes the square side doesn't win. The other thing I was going to tell you, too, I almost didn't want to call today because I, 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 we're 45 minutes in and you haven't brought up another square situation that I thought for sure you would have brought up by now. Let's see if the next 15 minutes you don't bring it up. And it, it was painful to me. So I almost didn't want to call. You didn't bring it up, and I thought for sure you would have at 30 minutes in. So we're doing good. Uh, honestly, it's nothing even is even floating in my memory bank. So I may, I may have overlooked it. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. All night I was going. I shouldn't call tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to hear about this. No, I mean I'd love to hear it now because I really have no idea. The Warriors. The listeners want to know. Second half. I mean, I was, was going to take the war. Twelve and a half. Ten and a half, eight and a half, six and a half, four and a half, three and a half. Lose, 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 lose. Warriors lose by two. Jeez, because <laughs> they were down by twenty-four and a half. I believe. It was yeah, but the problem. So the I logged in. I logged in and I saw that the Warriors were minus ten and a half. Is that right? At halftime? No, the Warriors are getting beat by twenty-three at half. And then I thought, oh, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm gonna, the second I'm half gonna... line. The the Warriors were minus ten and a half at halftime. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it was ten and a half. Well, well, then they were up by twenty-three because it was no, yeah, yeah. That's that's right. They were down by twenty-four. And it was ten and a half, and I remember staring at all the numbers and you know every everything said okay, Denver all over the place, and I thought if this doesn't if if they come back and crush all my in-play bets, then I got to hear about it tomorrow. Uh, and then I thought at the end of the game, you know, I don't want to call. No, if actually, I will tell you, for all the listeners, you've trained me so well. In the old days, I would have auto-bet the Warriors like a square, and I logged in, and I was hot to bet the Warriors, and I said, if I can get under 10, I'm going to bet them, and it was 10.5, and and I shut the computer down. And then I went back, and I checked the score at the end of the game, and I was like, oh, figures. (laughs) At one point yesterday, like, if you took out, I mean, I was up so much money yesterday before that game. It must have been like a historic amount, and that game got me for like 
30 to 40. I mean, I was loaded. It's a good thing. So let me ask you for a game. So let me ask you yeah, for Brian, what? since you're a game. Well, let me ask you both, Brian and Dave. When you, I don't know if you watched that game, but like, does the other team, does Denver just stop playing, or does the Warriors get on a roll? You know, because I don't watch most of these I've games been when I see these. Myself that for years, I've been asking myself that for years. Does the other team let down, or do the Warriors sandbag, or do they need? I think they let down. I think Denver lends. I think Denver lets down and figures they're going to just try to win the game. You would think that. What do you think, Brian? I, you know, back end of a game. Guys have to. Depends what their schedule, where they're going the next game. They start resting guys. Do they pack it in? Uh But the Warriors keep doing that over and over. They, they've, they have. To, I don't know if you have the numbers in front of you. They have to be positive on the second half. Well, I'm looking at the box score, and I'm I'm looking at the Warriors won the third quarter, 25 to 14, and they won the fourth quarter, 25 to 15, and obviously making the 10 the easy cover. But you know, if you really look at the Denver game, I mean they. They, they did exactly 50% in the third quarter and the fourth quarter shooting, scoring. They scored 31 points in the first quarter. They scored 29 points in the second quarter. They scored 14 points, think about that, in the third quarter. And then they only scored 15 points in the fourth quarter. I have to believe they pulled a lot of their starters that's why they scored 14 and 15, respectively. It wasn't that they had their full bench in and for Denver, and they were just trying to hang on for dear life and get the win. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe somebody watched the entire game. I don't think that even though you were in-game live playing the game, I don't think you were actually watching the game, or were you because you live in Denver now? No, I was, I, was, I, was watch, I was watching a little bit of it, and I think the starters were in. I think they just... I don't know, ran out of gas, the legs got tired, I, I, I don't know. But you just keep seeing this. The Warriors really do good in the second half. I don't know if it's just Curry. I don't know. It's seeing this. So I mean, I just think that I just think that if a team knows that they're, I mean, if a team knows that they're in it, I just think that I just. But I just have a hard time with teams. I don't think that a team like Denver is going to like press. I mean, again, they look what they did. They scored fifty percent less in both quarters of what they did in the first and second quarter. They I can't imagine they had the same group of players in, in the but, second and third in the but, third and fourth quarter. But on these games when, when they when they do these spreads, they have a massive like let up spread. Like look at that down up twenty three and they're catching ten and a half. That's that's saying, okay, we're gonna rest guys. There's gonna be a let up. But the teams just like the teams let up even more than these crazy spreads. It's, it's unreal. It, it's definitely you know, it's on the on the borderline of anomaly. I don't know because I feel the, I feel this season the Warriors have done what they did like five or six years ago when they were like seventy five percent in second half numbers through through the season. That might be high, but you get the point. I feel like they've done this all year. That's why I wish you had those numbers in front of you because I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, I don't, unfortunately. I will tell you this. Um, I did make a square uh, parlay yesterday in my own personal account. Uh, Mr. Blessing, I learned my lesson. I'm never doing it again. Remind me. Shame on me. What make fun do? of me. Well, you know what I did. I had the Golden Knights minus one and a half parlayed with the Sharks minus one and a half. I go to bed. I'm like, this is easy money. I shouldn't have done it. Sharks are up rolling. Golden Knights are up rolling. I wake up. I see a debit from my account. I'm like, what? <laughs> then I see that the Sharks won. The Sharks won by one, eight to seven. Shame on me for being a square, laying the one and a half. Yeah, it's not. Were well, you just trying to turn a little bit of money into a lot? What I was. was. Through your head doing that. Just for, we've had a uh, extended break in the NHL where they 
cut the season two games early prior to Christmas. Everybody was super rested. I saw that the line went from uh, 224 up to 235 in some spots on the Sharks. And uh, the Golden Knights actually got bought down. People were betting the Kings, and I didn't buy into that fake move. So I was just being contrarian on the line moves. And I said, you know what? If the Sharks are going to roll, they're going to roll. They're, they're well, 16 and 15 straight up against the Coyotes, which are 6 and 24. So if I'm going to take a shot and lay the puck line, I'll lay it on the well, definitely me, on the Sharks more than the Golden Knights. That's a bad beat for you because they scored two goals in the final three minutes. One was, oh, make me feel better. But the thing is, <laughs> and I'm telling you, if you look at the games last night, 33 goals were scored in three games. We had talked about this Ridiculous. on our shows yesterday, that these guys are coming off the holiday break, <laughs> and I watched the Golden Knights game. Uh, Bray McNabb threw a monster check, destroyed this kid from L.A., this uh, Kaleev kid. It was the only check that was thrown in the game. That They're coming off the holidays. They're getting back up to speed. All three of those games last night were pond hockey. 33 goals in three games. You got a boatload of teams playing tonight doing the same thing, coming off the holiday break. I mean, goals, 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 and more goals for at least the first couple of games before they get back up to speed and start hitting again. Right. Um, I also noticed, is this correct that the Bruins-Senators game was postponed? We have some cancellations tonight as well, or am I looking at this wrong? Oh, there's a bunch of them. Uh, let's see, real quick. Come on. Yeah, tonight, Pittsburgh-Toronto, Boston-Ottawa, Detroit, the Islanders, Chicago-Winnipeg, Dallas-Colorado have been postponed tonight. So how does this affect going into the Stanley Cup with all these games, like, you know, a third or 50% of the slate with these COVID cancellations? This just extends the season because you said they're not going to the Olympics? Well, no, there's a three-week window that was blocked out for the Olympics and the All-Star game. So that three-week window now, they can utilize that to make up a boatload of the games that they've lost. So that will help them, and then they'll... It'll be a compacted schedule on the back end. The problem is the teams in Canada, they're revamping the schedule now because the Olympics aren't part of the equation. But there are no fans in the province of Quebec, so Montreal can't play in front of fans. In Ontario, Ottawa and Toronto are playing at 50% capacity in front of fans. So in other words, these teams are losing a fortune. So what they're going to end up doing are these Canadian teams are going to really come up on the short end of the stick, when they revamp the schedule, they're going to be going on the road and going on these ridiculous six, seven, eight-game road trips to try to buy them time to get their home games at the back end of the season when they'll make money at the gate. Right. Have you guys ever been to Montreal? I have. It's a very nice town. Oh, Montreal. Have you ever- Montreal, Quebec City, beautiful. Now the question nope. is, and I'll you know not to be negative. Do you think? Do you guys ever think there's a possibility of that happening here, where we're back to no fans? Uh no. Yeah, it seems hard. I I, th- I, I think with the you know ten days down to five now. I mean all this stuff. I mean, you know, like you said, you, you sit here this whole doggone thing, but it's like when they had. A curfew at ten o'clock. Oh my God! At ten o two, COVID comes out out like a vampire. You know, now all of a sudden it's ten days down to five. I mean, they're getting to the point now. You know, we got to deal with it, live with it, move on. And I think, I think at long last, they're coming to grips with the fact, you know, that the solution is worse than the problem. And are you? Are you still doing the Club Madrid, or has that been off the deck because of COVID? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah, like stuff like that, no. I mean, the, 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 the gatherings in rooms, I don't think that they've been Hanging doing. out in a sports book for five hours, watching all the games, that's not happening. No, people people are going out and doing that. I think just some places are, you know, like, like things, events like that, they've kind of tapered off. Uh, they'll come back. They'll come back. But no, the, Dave, the books are packed. Right. And Dave, how do you notice the, uh, I know you're app betting a lot, but when you go into the casinos in 
in Denver, is it uh, leaner than normal football seasons? In terms of people? Um, well, I, I, didn't, I don't have a big sample size. Last year it was pretty good, too. So I'm not right, sure. Right, right, all right. Right, 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 right. Got it. But all right, well, I'm – like there should be more. Just so you know, I, I checked out your parlay. Your parlay pays five twenty instead of seven twenty. You were off by two hundred dollars for a plus four hundred and a and a minus one ten. Because they're not going to give you plus four hundred. They're going to give you plus three and a quarter. They won't do it. <laughs> You're not going to get plus four hundred on Michigan. I'm actually seeing in some spots it's plus two forty. On a plus, does that make sound right, no, guys? No, plus two forty on a seven. And... No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, line. I did it. Re... Oh, okay, okay, you're right. I did it. Re... I did it backwards. Let me change it real quick before we get off the air. One hundred makes eight forty-five higher than you originally said. Hey boys, there you go. You said I want to wish this four hundred and a minus one ten. Yeah, hey kids, we're up against yep. the clock. I want to wish y'all a happy new year, and we'll reconvene and do it. it again next week. Good stuff as you always, fellas. Happy New Year. Happy we'll New Year. Next year. Hey, we invite you to yeah. check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. <laughs>